0: You mean business? Speak out. Very, very important topic. Some of us, we don't speak out and you are in business. We are timid about speaking, but you are praying to God that I want to be a leader. I want to be successful. And you don't want to practice what successful people do. It's, it's very, very shocking. If, if speaking wasn't important, God wouldn't have given you a voice. Honestly, just it's it's very much important. Think, come to think about it, it's all you ever need for your business, your relationship, your family, even your society, your religion, and uh, so many other things. In business, is that voice that you use to convince customers, investors, friends? Is that speaker? Even when God wants to create the head, He had to speak. You know, so there's so many things that you could go back into and bring out uh, in your relationship. Uh, some of you are just single because you cannot even speak. You are beautiful, you look good, but because you can't speak, a guy takes you on a date, you are like a dummy. Nothing interesting is coming out of your mouth. The guy did not come back again. You start crying. Carry me, they go. Jehovah, carry me, the good? My husband out. But the husband will come, you cannot see anything. Guy too. Fine boy. dress nice. A fine baby is passing. You like her, you can't talk. So your your inability to speak is affecting everything. Everything. Your relationship, some of us are in a very bad, abusive relationship. But to have conversations around it, to sit down and say, let us talk, it's impossible. Marriages, let us talk, it's impossible. Some people say they want to observe silence. If you know how much damage silence can do in your relationship, you will know that it's better to have a sit down and talk. Family. Family meetings will be happening, some of us cannot talk. Some of us cannot speak to our kids. Some kids cannot even speak to their parents. There's so much bitterness. There's so much anger. Our existence on earth, it's even one of the most important reasons why we should speak up. You know, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, uh, in the end, we will not be remembered by the words of our enemies but the silence of our friends. Because at the end, it's you that did not talk when africa was going this way when everybody was going this way when people were talking and agitating what were you doing keeping quiet even to write something and just post write something positive something that can drive something so just lend your voice to the hurt no you want to live your own life by yourself in an environment that can be influenced or that is influenced by forces of everybody around you including yourself you exempt yourself from the participation of health, or you want the benefit of it. You are deceiving yourself. You are deceiving yourself. And the essence of speaking out cannot be cannot be overemphasized because even if you look at wars that are happening, it's confusing. Don't you guys used to wonder, why these people fight? Can't we sit down and talk? Like, can't we just talk about this thing? Now, what peace knew of was two days ago? Uh, there was a peace agreement. That uh, Russia should stop the war temporarily for us to ask my laughter today. Today is the day of laughter. Anyway, so that we can access grain from Ukraine. Now, Russia agreed there's no scarcity of grain in the world, and Ukraine is the one that has grain. So Russia has agreed to pause the war for a while and they will supply grain, they will not bomb the ships that are going. Why can't we? That conversation they want to talk about grain. Can't we just use that conversation to end everything? If you can pause the war for one week or two weeks, can we talk? What is wrong, leaders? Can we can we talk? One person is arrogant they, one person they don't. Do you know that if this guys sit down together, if we lock them inside one house together and they talk about this matter, it will end. Okay, both of you talk about this issue that is causing all this problem. They will sit down. They will talk about it. And maybe well, maybe we lock them inside until you finish talking before we open the door for you, you and me, put him. You see that conversations will happen and these things when? But because people are not talking uh, uh, lives, people are dying of uh, this war, we are losing people day in, day out. Guys, you need to always speak out. You you need to. There is no way on earth you can do business in silence. It's impossible. You cannot employ a speaker for your own business. You are the advocate of your product, No one can sell you better than you. If you are closing your mouth, you can as well close your future. There is no shyness when it has to be with something that you're passionate about or something that has to do with your life. Why? What then is the essence of speaking if I cannot contribute with my voice? The essence of living if I cannot contribute with my voice? African entrepreneurs, you need to speak in that family. You know what I'm talking about. You've been quiet for a while. You've ignored home for a long time. Speak about it. Speak out. In that relationship, you know, you've tried so many things. Speak out. The thing is, when you speak out, it, it, it lets it go. All those emotions, those bitterness, it, just, it lets it just goes out. In that parliament, during elections, we need to speak out. In our relationship, in our family, we need to speak out. I'm not saying you should speak and just be talking, talking, talking everywhere. But I'm saying talk everywhere but talk where matters. Let it be where it matter. matters. You will know. You can't be in an assembly like this and ever since you've been coming here we've not even met you. You've not spoken. August market is coming. You, you want to come the same way and keep quiet? You do not know who would listen at that time. You do not know who's going to be in the room at that time. You do not know who... You, you can't even know what referral can happen at that time. we have been in this room for a while now, and we've seen many testimonials just by people saying, oh, is that what you do? Okay, I can tell somebody about it. Is that what you do? I can relate to somebody about it. I can relate to someone about what you're doing. So I'm not saying speak like a coward or like a fool who just says anything and everything. But practice what I call T. Speak clearly and tell your own truth. Speak clearly. I used to have a driver. I still have him anyway. But I've pushed him. away. I've pushed that driver to my wife, cause I don't, I don't, I don't want him. When he's talking, oh my God, I am. I've told him many times, what is happening? He just, I don't understand. So when I saw him, I just pushed him to my wife. When my wife said, "Ah, why are you giving me this guy? I can't talk." I said, "No, you're a woman. You need somebody that is quiet." <laughs> because me, I can't cope. You know, speak clearly. When you speak, be audible and tell your truth. When you tell your truth, your voice will be louder and clearer. You know, I know it can be scary. You know, a lot of people I hear, they will say, uh, we, you know, I try. I really' not try, but it's scary. I understand because silence is the residue of fear. So I know that in actual fact, the fear is real. And come to think about it, glossophobia is the fear of public speaking. And it's very common. It's actually one of the most common phobias. It's even more than the fear of dying. The fear of dying is the most common one. But glossophobia is higher than the fear of dying. People are out there that are so scared to speak. In this room now, unless anybody has anything to say, everybody will keep quiet first. When one person tries, another person tries. You know? So that fear exists. And that's why the successful will always be successful because they are tapping into the fact that many people have glossophobia. I also have beautiful. I had it, I had it big time, Yeah, uh, 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 the, the fear of speaking in the public and that, that's the story I want to tell you, uh, A story that I titled A Pansico Bridge, I see a lot of South Africans in the room, they understand what I mean by A Pansico Bridge, the first way is smiling, really smiling, but understand, so I know you know what the, A Pansico bridge means. A bicycle bridge is a Zulu word that means under the bridge. Under the bridge. I will tell you this story. So in Zulu, means on top. Right? And a pants, means bottom. So I still try. But I was not trying then. Many years ago, I've told you guys that story about the timeshare company I worked with where we all we do is uh, sell timeshare, like pitch to people. They drop us in different shopping malls. We go there, tell people about timeshare, tell people about the products, and we just, you know, try and sell the impossible. It's so hard to sell. We go from different places, sell, sell, sell. So they will drop us in different malls, but they only drop you in your first week to go to sell timeshare. Also, timeshare is like selling properties on the day house. They give us hand deals, flyers, and things like that to go sell, and they drop us in shopping malls. So. Because you might not know the area, and you know they always use all these uh, foreigners for all these funny jobs, but the ones suffering the most abroad. So they drop us in that shopping mall for the first week, and after the first week, you then find your way. Now, in South Africa, especially when you are a new person, there are three things. Or well, let me give you some things you must remember in South Africa, especially when you are starting your life. So you can cut this clip and play it in South Africa. They know what I'm talking about. Number one, never sit in front of a taxi. They call their boss's taxi. Never sit in front. Take a Am I right? Yes or no? Just thumbs up if I'm right. <laughs> Never sit in front. You in, if, you are, if you sit in front, because they don't have conductors there, you are the one that will take all the whole money, and you are the one that will be giving people change and things like that. So that one, you are in trouble. So if you don't understand the currency surprise, but the first time I did, I didn't know. I you know in Nigeria, I want to stay front. There's more space in the bus. When I went to sit there, hey Jesus Christ. And people giving me the money. I'm wondering, why don't you keep the driver? Driver is bad. And they won't speak English to you. And the aggressiveness of the driver, the stenophobia, they know what I'm talking about, all the South Africans. So me collecting all this money, I don't even understand the currency. I think that they almost beat the hell out of me that threw me out of the So I also let, my friends like, what happened? You went to sit in the front? I'm like, no, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Don't you ever sit in the front of Africa? So for those of you that are going to visit South Africa. In Josie, hey Jose, hey God, in Johannesburg, don't you ever, even in uh, anywhere, especially in Natal, in Durban side, if you, uh, in those little people handle you, uh, you hate your life. Number two, they don't have, they have bus stops, but they don't use bus stops like that. So when you're in a taxi, remember, a taxi in South Africa is a bus. When you're in a taxi, when you want the bus to stop, you will say something like, you have to look for things like a stop sign short left short right so if there's a, a street on your right you can see short left if there's a street on your right you say short right then if there's a traffic light and you want to stop you'll be monitoring that traffic light. once that's where you want to come down just say uh, driver after the traffic lights then it stops or if they can't find the traffic light, you see a stop sign you say after the stop sign or stop sign it will stop or maybe there's a street on the right you stop now african entrepreneurs i was posted to a place that is very funny. It so was new; those big shopping malls used to The outskirts, so it's like a freeway. A freeway is expressway, like a freeway. So when I entered into the taxi for the first time to go there, since the bus is not dropping us, a company bus, I sat down in the taxi, and the taxi was going, 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 and I saw the mall I'm going to. But this time around, there is no short left, there's no short right, no traffic lights, no stop sign, nothing, and all the things they've taught me is other say. Stop sign, traffic lights, short left. Hey Jesus Christ, what do I do? Every day for about two weeks of my life, this bus would carry me to the next to the stop sign. I will now walk back. Maybe maybe like the distance that I walk back to the mall, it will look like I walked from home to that mall. To understand, like I was telling my girlfriend then that, you know what, I can't do this anymore. Let me rather just be working from home. She's like, you're going to die. How would you work from here down to "Whatever. So like, Follow, just try and see how you can I'm like, no, man, I can't. She said, check what you can find. Anytime you're going, let's check what you can find. So the next time I'll get into that taxi, I will have arranged myself. I will have planned. I'll be looking, looking okay. he said, use what you can find. I can't find anything. The boss will carry me again. My shoe, oh my God, it's the shoe sole, it has bent. it has, and I was, it was getting frustrated because I had glossophobia. How will I speak? One day I cried. I'm like, what is this? What kind of suffering is this? What kind of suffering So as I was walking back, I saw a bridge. I'm like, wow, thank God. This is what this my ex-girlfriend has been asking me. How come I've never seen this bridge next to this uh, shopping mall? Right by the shopping mall, there's a big, you know, so we pass under a bridge. So it's because I was walking back and I saw that, oh, there's a bridge right next to this shopping mall. I couldn't even concentrate at work. I'm like, jackpot. Jackpot. I'm done now. Let me go and tell my ex-girlfriend. girlfriend who is a Zillow girl that come, I'm ready. I've seen something. So at work, I didn't even care. I even closed any. You know, you work at your own time, sharing flyers and hands and whatever. So when I got home, I'm like, hey, girl, I saw a bridge. You're like, really? Yeah, you see, I told you you always see something. said, so I saw a bridge. I saw a bridge like yeah so no problem it's easy when you enter the taxi just tell the driver a pansy go bridge I, oh really so i want a pansy good like under the bridge i'm like oh okay she said no don't forget on top is paisley at the bottom it's a fancy okay i said okay so i'm asking Okay, i'm like oh wow that's enough. okay that's easy but guys I got into the taxi again with my glossophobia, like some of you have and as the taxi was going, go Bridge, Pansy go Bridge, Bansicle Bridge, Bansicle Bridge. And as we were getting close, I forgot. Ha! What is the word? This is the bridge. Am I going to walk back again? Again with this bus? As we are going Zoo! on the express on the freeway. God, what is this word? Bridge. I remember there's a bridge. But what is the bridge? Trying to remember. Everybody, you know, they were just wondering, what's wrong with this guy? But I was trying before I get to this bridge, no, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. Gosh. Jesus, guys, I'm sure you know. The glossophobia broke out when the driver got close to that bridge. And I shouted, Drive that bridge, I possible pays the bridge, bridge. Hey, guess what? He stopped. I spoke out. Anything I said wrote bridge bridge. In my language, everything bridge. I was just shout I can't anymore. I spoke out. African entrepreneurs, the suffering stopped that day. Every time I enter the bus, I say anything. Personal pass bridge, passive bridge, bridge stop, bridge anything, only bridge, bridge. I realize that even rubbish can stop anything. As, as once you just say it, and the force that you used to speak it out, it will stop. That abuse, that finance, that family, whatever way you like to say it, speak out. Anyhow, the drivers, even some drivers already know me. Ah, that man I used to shout at the back. They would just stop. They realized and they knew me for my voice because my voice gave me my freedom. African entrepreneurs, your voice can speak for you and it can set you free. Some of you, you don't need to know how to say it. You don't need to understand the language or the way you say it. All you need to do is say it and that abuse will stop. That bad customer, we stop. That bad staff, we stop. That thing that you know that you do not want, we stop. African entrepreneurs, speak out. Speak out. Why do you need to speak out in your house? Number one, to protect yourself. Some of us have been suffering, suffering, suffering. I was so free until I spoke out, and it stopped. Number two, to inspire yourself and your team. You have people working with you, especially when we are just starting business. how do they believe in you? if you don't speak to your team? how do you keep people going as a startup without motivating them without inspiring them? because salary cannot help you at your early stage. inspiration will help you. How do you inspire your team? Some of you you have a, a, a staff even with one person working for you. you've never motivated them. you've never spoken to them. Madame will come today, she will leave. Uh, She will come tomorrow, she will leave, you will be quiet. Then you say business is bad. Some of us even need to inspire our clients, inspire our, our consumers. Number three, it helps you to build confidence. The more you speak, the more confident you are. You need to be confident enough for your success. You cannot be praying to be successful and do not have the instrument for success. How are you going to be as a successful person that cannot speak? Even people like Mark Zuckerberg, that could not speak, that was shy, did you see? He had to learn it. He didn't see, he had to wear suits and go and face the parliament. Because at some point, he had to speak out. They told him, Nobody can defend your company here in front of the the Senate. You go yourself. You got to speak. Some of you want to start realizing speech when you are successful, when you can use platforms like this to lend your voice, communicate, connect, network. We have breakout rooms put you in rooms with 10, 5 people and you are struggling to even talk, how then do you address 1,000 people? Now, let me tell you something. If you cannot speak among 5 people, then do not expect 50 staff to work for you in your life. If you cannot speak to 100 people, don't ever pray for a big company where you have a 1,000 staff strength. Then how will you speak to them? So let your prayer be measurable to your actions. So if you pray for big Start acting big. Speak with confidence. Number four, it makes you a valuable leader. People will call you because they know you will speak. If you are in a room, either your family gathering, gathering with friends, alumni, whatever you guys are doing, they will say, adioshu what do you have to say? Because they know you have something to say. And automatically, you are the leader at your workplace. Because you are speaking, you contribute every time. You will realize that even when the HR or whoever is speaking, they'll be like, Oh, what do you think, Jessica? What do you think, Donald? Because they know Biopelo will speak. He has something to say. So automatically, they are wearing the mantle of leadership. So it makes you a valuable leader. Speaking, lastly, sells you. It sells you. When you shut the hell up, no matter how beautiful or handsome you look, you can't sell jack. The moment you open your mouth to speak, then we see the contents that you're made of. That is what sells you ultimately when you speak to people. August market, when you open your mouth to speak, the way you are speaking, the way you look, people say, no, I want to do business with this person. I want to buy from this person. I want, to, I want to work with this person because this person has a way of relating. So the way you can sell yourself, who you are, is what you say, is how you speak or how often you speak. Remember, I've said it that you just need to let it come out and then you will continue to grow in it. But platforms like this was designed for that. Where else would you go to practice your networking, your speaking? That's why I wonder why some of us will think of missing the assembly. Why? One hour, 30 minutes in a week to practice yourselves amongst your peers. This is the core. This is the hard core of your business. Nowhere else during the week that we will get that. I always say mosque and church is religion. It's for God. Stop missing it. Everybody wants to go to good church and join the church orchestra. Can use that time to speak and we use that time to sing. Are you going to sing your business? My business is selling hair, and I want to sell for you. You ain't singing your business. You are talking about your business. So go to church for church, go to marks for marks. But places like this or gatherings like this that you can find is where you should go to to practice these things. Now, I remember in my caption, before I ran, I said to you guys, I've told you why you should speak, but let me also tell you how. How you should speak. Number one is the word. What comes out of you. We know it's the most powerful thing, the word that comes out of you. But can I shock you guys today? Can I even, can I like tell you the truth? I have to my guys, do you know that the word that comes out of my mouth when we speak as speakers has just 7% impact 7% impact on your congregation, your gathering, whoever you are speaking to. 7% impact is the word, as big as what we think is the word, the message. As powerful as it is, 38% goes to your voice tone. The way you sound, the enthusiasm, the variation of the tone, the level, the pitch, the passion at which you speak with brings 38%. So when you speak to people, When you're pitching your business, when you're talking about your business, remember the words, the content you want to say, the data, all this information is 7%. But the way you say it, the pitch, the passion behind it, the way you articulate it is 38%. Guess what is 55%? The rest of it. Your body language and appearance. The body language, the the way you look, the way you look into the eyes of your audience. And that's why I tell my team that when I speak to you, I've trained them in many things I call eye contact. Some of them do not understand. They feel like maybe it's overheard. It's training you for the future. You talk to people's eyes. You speak to your audience. You speak to them passionately. Your presence fills the room. African entrepreneurs, I said before, I'm only offering advice. It is late for you to take it or not. You know, one last thing on how you should speak is to stop speaking. Rather, have conversations. Stop this thing of speech. It creates a stage for for paparazzi. But when you have conversations with your audience, with your customers, with a room, a hall, when they call you to come and speak, when, when you stand up there and you have conversations with them, you, you engage them better. You engage the investor better. You engage the customer better. I was just speaking to uh, my wife recently and I said, there's a business of ours. I said, everybody that works into that business, you would have conversations with them. Every no human being, you would not believe the magic to do for you. Somebody walks into your business, they go out, yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Which, which one is thank you very much? How are you doing? You bought this product last week. You really like this product. Tell me about it. I'm selling it. I don't even know this product works that well because I collect from a distributor. Start the conversation. Let them feel you. You have bought loyalty patronage. Have a conversation with your investor. You have bought his heart. Have a conversation with your family, with, with, with your fiancé, with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend, with your husband, and he will respect you more. Stop this speech. Stop this uh, aggressive talking, scattered. What I will show up today, I will say it like this. I will show you today, I will say it like this. Rather have a conversation, and you will see the impact of what comes out of your mouth. African entrepreneurs, when you have conversation with people, you connect with them on a human level. Honestly, when you talk about something with so much passion and sincerity, it becomes clearer, and people enjoy it and want to be a part of it. In the end, let us know this. Very important, and if you can write it down, you can. Know this very important thing: our word is the most valuable thing we live on earth. So, speak out. It's the most valuable. If you you think about it, the Martin Luther Kings, the Roosevelts, all those past presidents, Mandela, Barack Obama, all those guys. What do you think they left behind? Even Obama is still alive. What did did they leave behind? Their words. It's the most valuable thing. Buildings and cars, all these other things that you buy, it's going to go. Where you bought the house today, somebody else is living there in the 100 years and it's not your child. Let that sink in your head. But the words you say today can change the world and it will be there forever. Words of Einstein, of Mandela, of Roosevelt, Luther King Jr. Those words, because because... These words that you are keeping in your mouth can change an entire generation. If you can achieve this much alone, how much more can we achieve together? That I said in 2010, March, we stay in this world forever, whether you or me, I like it or not. So why then won't you speak up? Say the things that are good, say the things that are impactful. Don't leave it inside anymore. Because, like I said, silence is the residue of fear. You can't be afraid of the future and you can't be afraid of your present. Speak out because the world needs you. My name is Sumis McFrancis and I am nothing without God. Thank you very much.